I've seen some some good critiques offered about what happened, some really fair critiques, but this is not one of them. (laughs) When Jesus put mud on the blind guy's eyes, did it count as blackface? (laughs) (laughs) You're laughing at your own tweet. I love that. Sorry. So, happy to be your proxy for boner jokes on Christian Twitter. <laughs> Alright, that female, back on the show, we told her she, we told her she could not come back until, much like David Platt, she grew a pair. <laughs> I will never grow a pair. I am that female. uh okay so are we okay like are me and danny okay oh you're great yeah i mean i might have to have a conversation with him in private about (laughs) the amount of time he spent on the posterior section of covenant spice (laughs) just (laughs) just kidding it wasn't surprising at all Hidden MVP of that, of that episode to me it was Kendra for greenlighting her uh, "Why would I need a second penis?" comment. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> also, I liked when you were. I thought you, you were like, "My wife is so sweet and nice," <laughs> and I just thought Danny will literally never say that about me on a podcast. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it was a great episode though some really really good one-liners in there i was yeah i enjoyed it a lot i was crying at a few points oh the whole clona willie thing wow <laughs> well you know what else makes us cry tears of gratitude casey <laughs> <laughs> you make fun of me for my transitions or lack thereof so they're gonna no, be that- really good one they're gonna be on point today just so you know just so you know or i'll just wheeze whenever it's time for a transition okay i'll just wheeze into the microphone that'll that'll be my cue uh we we cry tears of gratitude around here for all of our supporters on patreon so just take a moment say thank you guys absolutely hopefully we don't lose any after that last episode (laughs) (laughs) i don't know though knowing the listeners of this podcast they'd be like can we have a tier for um you guys to please actually review these sex toys (laughs) 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 i I will say this though there was a uh there was there was a couple things we had to cut out of the episode and one of them was a a segment on edible panties Mm. And there was a there was a lady. It might have been the guy's wife. <laughs> that like the guy, the lady who lost flexibility. <laughs> the menopausal lady who lost flexibility and who was very conservative uh, <laughs> left like a two star review for edible panties and said that she really needed an instruction manual for. Them. I have to find this. <laughs> okay, hold on. You can cut out my search. Oh, have you got it pulled up now? Like, are you on Covenant Spice right now? I'm getting ready to go on there. Okay. okay. 
I don't know where to, what's edibles. Here we go. There's so many. Which ones were they? Uh, they were green. Gum- I think. Yeah, gummy. <laughs> I would never put that on my body. Okay. <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> wow. Um, there's a no. I don't see one. The green ones only have one four-star review. Well, maybe it was four stars. I don't know. What does the four-star review say? The product took... Oh, yeah. the This product took a little time to figure out. A two-sentence instruction label would be helpful. <laughs> oh, wow. But once I was wearing them, it was a great experience. They made my husband laugh. It was his Easter candy. <laughs> okay (laughs) they they were focusing on the true meaning of easter oh come on come on (laughs) they put that chris rice cd on and just (laughs) i'm sorry you shouldn't tell me your stories I think I'm just gonna. I think I'm just gonna hit you with a uh, with a with a true grit every time you, you start roasting me. I'm just gonna call you little girl, like he calls the <laughs> like he calls the little girl. <laughs> That's gonna be my defense mechanism whenever you get too close That's with the roasting, good. little girl. <laughs> okay, we should move on. Wow. Sorry, I just accidentally elbowed a giant box of Legos. That's what that huge sound was. <laughs> okay. Whew. So, thank you for the pay- <laughs> thank, you for- <laughs> thank you for supporting this podcast. Thank you for supporting this podcast. Okay. So. Uh, speaking of sinning, (laughs) you know what, you know, it's a real bad sin, Casey. What? Plagiarism. (laughs) It is. I agree. I agree. Do you plagiarize? (laughs) I plagiarize so much, Casey Haas. (laughs) Take, for example... My recent tweet to J.J. Denhollander about <laughs> his, his unfortunate use of the words of the phrases soft complementarian and hard complementarian. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I hit him back with a, uh, with a very inappropriate quote tweet of soft complementarian in the streets, hard complementarian in the sheets. <laughs> That's a good joke. Where in like the it. world would I come up with a joke like that? <laughs> well, I sent it to you. <laughs> Actually, you you edited my joke before you posted it, which is fine. Yours was still good. I, I I felt wrong just copying and pasting it. I felt like I had to change at least a word or two. <laughs> I said soft complimentarian in the streets, hard egalitarian in the sheets. <laughs> Trying to riff off of Douglas Wilson's um, referring to sex as an 
egalitarian pleasure party. <laughs> which... All right, Jory, right, Jory Micah. <laughs> so, but your, yours was still good. Your adjustment was good. But yeah, that was my joke. I was pretty pretty how proud. Times, how pretty many... proud of the response it got, actually. <laughs> Every single person who tweeted Matthew <laughs> at me, that was a Casey that, that I bore on your behalf. Yeah, but I think that it I don't know. What kind of response would I have gotten though? Not the same. Alright, so I give you a pass like I'm I'm here to roast you for giving me jokes but not tweeting them yourself. Uh-huh. I'm here to roast you for that overall concept, but I will give you a pass on this specific one because as we have learned on the Twitters, <laughs> maybe not the best idea for women to tweet boner jokes at men they don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so happy to be your proxy for boner jokes on Christian Twitter. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. And yet I will continue to roast you for not tweeting your best jokes out. Well, I mean, yeah. And we have evidence <laughs> of this. What what was your one tweet that went that went really viral? Um, why can't we pick the people who uh give up social media for Lent? <laughs> Didn't you like try to pawn that one off on me and I was like, No, tweet no, I, that. I sent it to you and you said tweet that. Yes. <laughs> so I, I did. <laughs> that was a good one too. It was a it was a great it was a great joke. How many times a how many times a, a month do you send me something like that and I just say tweet that tweet it? I mean, not that much. It, it's at least a dozen <laughs> times a month. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, well, the thing is, you have such a huge following, and when you tweet a joke, we get all the good replies, right? <laughs> <laughs> Look so, at that I transition. Think, Beautiful. I, I'm trying to teach you here, okay? <laughs> I cannot be taught by a woman. <laughs> okay, so let's let's no just No thanks, Beth Moore. Let's just pull up some of your most recent replies. So when we recorded last time you had just tweeted about the parrots. <laughs> what a stupid thread. <laughs> and yeah, that got so much attention. And uh, hold on, <laughs> it's the, it it bounced to some corners of Twitter who shall we say were unfamiliar with my work. <laughs> yes, hold on. <laughs> do you not? Do you have a bleeper when you edit? Because one of my favorite replies has the f word. <laughs> Okay, here we go. This is one. There's a class. Okay, you tweeted. Broke. Animals can't go to heaven because they don't wait till marriage to have sex. Woke. You can teach a parrot to say the sinner's prayer. Parrots will be in heaven. Parrots everywhere. <laughs> so somebody responded to you. There's a classical Syriac homily by Isaac of Antioch <laughs> called on the bird who cried out the tra- I don't even know how to say that word. Trisad- Trisagion in Antioch. 
thanks josh that's a that's a great thing um and then the other the one response that was my favorite was just somebody who was really mad that like she said she said parents are the only animals that don't deserve to be in oh so good okay i have more um oh no this one how does anyone know whether animals get married or not what if they have better morals than humans? What if they get a better heaven just for them? <laughs> oh, the hard-hitting questions here. Okay. So, actually, I wanted to share um, <laughs> response to my tweet from Monday. <laughs> okay. My tweet about, um, just wish I could find someone to tell me what to think about David Platt. <laughs> I got <laughs> a, a very nice man said it is called obeying the command of scripture in 1 Timothy 2 it was pretty close to perfect <laughs> thanks buddy thanks for uh, telling me that because I obviously actually wanted you to do that <laughs> oh twitter Anyways, that's all I got. Oh wait, did we did we talk about the um when you tweeted you sent me this one. I don't recently, but it was from way back in February. When Jesus put mud on the blind guy's eyes, did it count as blackface? <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing at your own tweet. I love that. Sorry. <laughs> and somebody said Sorry, this is not gonna sit here <laughs> and not laugh at my own tweets. This is like comparing apples to oranges. Why would you use this as an example? <laughs> oh, man. I got I, really I just... nervous when I tweeted that joke out. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I want to have like one tweet that I think, I think you're um, Jill Dill jerking the gherkin tweet. I just need to have it on like saved so that when somebody responds to you, seriously be like <laughs> um this is who you're tweeting back at <laughs> sometimes i still think about the jerkin the gherkin tweet and i wonder if the gherkin is a pickle wiener or the pickle itself <laughs> i still think about that because i don't know the answer oh man would a pickle Something call its wiener a gherkin <laughs> Oh, something to explore. <laughs> Twitter providing you with hours of endless fun. <laughs> I mean, somebody needs to have fun on Christian Twitter. I've just decided that it's going to be me. Yes. Yes. Thank you. We're all appreciative. <laughs> Joking the gherkin. It's good. Okay. So we have a few uh, Christian tweets. Do we ever? Unfortunately, most of them center around one subject. <laughs> Sorry, not going to sit here and not do Christian <laughs> tweets. Okay. So what do we have first? Um, uh, Karen Pryor? Yeah, we're going to count this one. We're going to bend the rules a little bit. We're going to count this as a Christine Kane tweet because okay. it's her quote. 
It's just yes. Karen Swallow Pryor tweeting it. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Uh, Karen tweeted out an article in Fox News by Christine Kane about how to stop human trafficking. Mm-hmm. And she, but, but at the top, she, she did a quote by Christine Kane. And like, this is the mystery of Twitter. You don't know if she's like endorsing it, if she's mm-hmm. like ironically posting it, mm-hmm. if she's disagreeing with it. What, what, she just posted the quote. Conflict I can tell you, I, I know that she's endorsing it. Probably. I can yeah. tell. She did. She did get some pushback in the comments, though. Um, okay. <laughs> so, so let's the, hear it. the The quote is: "Here I am, here I am trying to put traffickers in jail, and you're watching Game of Thrones." <laughs> <laughs> and the context behind that is Christine Kane <laughs> says that. The only way to stop human traffickers is stop watching porn and, by extension, Game of Thrones. So, mm-hmm, 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 Christine mm-hmm. Kane. Hey, hey, Christine Kane. <laughs> I, too, am often thwarted in my efforts to end world hunger by all these Christians sitting around watching The Bachelor. <laughs> no, Master Chef. That, that goes along better. <laughs> you know how much food they waste in that show? Wow. <laughs> are you are you personally putting traffickers in jail, Christine? Mm, mm. Are you walking around with a little with a little police hat and some <laughs> some some handcuffs on your belt, <laughs> sneaking around in the shadows with a flashlight and a billy club, <laughs> looking for the Here, traffickers? Here's what I want to know: What is she trying to accomplish by saying that? So Game of Thrones is over now. <laughs> so <laughs> what is what is she trying to make people feel badly for watching Game of Thrones? Uh, she's trying to make herself look good. That's that's the short answer. Yeah, I guess. But it's just I can understand wanting people to see like people who might be unaware to see the link between pornography and human trafficking. But why? Just say, I'm trying to put traffickers in jail, and you're watching porn. Like, (laughs) don't put it off on a TV show. Put it off on what is actually the problem. Anyways, (laughs) that doesn't get clicks. Christine Kane out there doing, doing the hard work while we're just watching TV. Oh man, <laughs> I I can't say that I would. I don't. I don't think I could ever take spiritual advice from someone who communicates like that. Here I am doing this, and you're over here doing that. I mean, just even think of that from in a relational context. Like if you said to your wife. Well, here I am doing this every day and you're doing like, it's just the, it's a horrible way to motivate someone by elevating yourself. <laughs> and she's supposedly like this amazing communicator. Here how does I it- am trying to take care of the kids and you can't even figure out how to put on the edible panties. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It was topical. (laughs) 
man. Is is Christine Kane the female Jonathan Merritt, or is Jonathan Merritt the male Christine Kane? No, I mean they're a totally different generation. Um, I I don't know enough about her yet, actually, to make that. Just just in like the, uh, the attention seeking, attention seeking drama tweet. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, wow. Okay. okay. Speaking of attention seeking drama. <laughs> nice. Moving on. So there's. Uh, we're gonna talk about the whole the whole controversy in like as we go through this but um as anybody who's been alive in the last week knows uh trump showed up at david platt's church and david platt prayed for him um so is this the one we're supposed to do next jory 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 micah on monday i guess (laughs) or sunday i don't know tweeted sorry not going to sit here and pretend Trump is a Christian and it's okay for white evangelical leaders to parade him around on their mighty platforms to influence, not for Jesus, but all caps, for a political party. That's all caps. Unchristlike. Who cares if David Platt's prayer was nice? <laughs> Hashtag pray for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that hashtag in there. So first of all, I mean, I mean, maybe God cares if the prayer was nice. <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe maybe God cares if the prayer was authentic or not. But whatever, don't let that get in the way of your of scoring points, Tori. <laughs> oh, I, here's. Uh, I mean, we can just do the tweets as we talk about this, I guess, but. This, I, I've seen some some good critiques offered about what happened, some really fair critiques, but this is not one of them. <laughs> well, first off, sorry, not going to sit here. Like, we need a sound effect on this show for <laughs> straw man. Like, <laughs> straw man alert. Nobody is asking you to sit there. Nobody is uh-huh. asking you to pretend Trump is a Christian. Mm-hmm. You're just mm-hmm. trying to score points. <laughs> who, Jory Maga, who is, also- who is demanding that you sit there and pretend like Trump is a Christian? <laughs> yes. I mean, from what I understand about what happened, uh, David Platt wasn't even pretending that Trump was a Christian. <laughs> so. I, I watched the video and... When Platt comes back out on stage before Trump walks out there, the look on his face can mm-hmm. only be described as, oh, shit. <laughs> he knows what's about to happen. Like, he knows he's uh-huh. going to get screwed. Whatever, however it unfolds, he's going to get, mm-hmm. he's going to get yep. destroyed. Yep. I think that that's, that's something that is not acknowledged, is that he was screwed either way. Yeah. Because he chose to do this and he's getting all the backlash from people who say you should have refused or you should have openly rebuked him. Okay. But if he chose not to welcome Trump into his church, then he gets the backlash from people who say you missed an opportunity to share the gospel with the president. Exactly. (laughs) The president is not. And let's be honest. The president is not going to listen to a black pastor sharing the gospel with him. Right. 
So these people are saying, well, if he showed up at a black church or he made the conscious decision not to show up at a black church, that's fine. That's a good critique. But also, if Platt chose not to do this, there would be all the people that said, you missed your chance. Like you had the chance to sit with the president and pray over him and share the gospel and you didn't take it. So he was screwed either way. Yes. And and I want to give credit to Perk City because in one of the uh, the DM threads, uh, she was she was the first on this to say, like all these people like spazzing out. Are they not sort of becoming the Pharisee at this point? Mm-hmm. Of, yeah. God, thank you that I'm not like so and so. Right. So I think that w- that's how that's how I definitely feel about Jory's tweet. Is that while there were fair critiques offered, there's also this kind of thing that's like. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be like that because <laughs> it just very much came off as like, I'm, I'm better than this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. maybe if, maybe if David Platt had prayed about the divine qualities of period blood, <laughs> maybe it would have been a different story. I mean, possibly. Yeah. Well, all right. Hot take. Uh <laughs> one of the things we, one of the things like we've we've heard like in the last decade of, of any time conservative Christians do something wrong, whether they, you know, anytime there's a scandal in in conservative Christianity, there's this backlash of oh, this is why people don't trust the church. This is why people mm-hmm. don't identify as evangelical. Mm-hmm. And I think that shoe fits here to some degree, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit smaller, but. You you know what like you know why you get pushback on social justice issues you know why mm-hmm. why the mainstream church looks with suspicion anytime you want to talk about anything slightly progressive it's because of things like this because mm-hmm. there's too many people on the progressive <clears throat> side who just are perpetually offended by everything mm-hmm. and have no nuance and scream about stuff like this because somebody said a prayer with the president. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't yeah. be a reactionary spaz and then be surprised when people don't want to hear the other things you have to say. Right. That's my hot take. I agree. I also think that it's really foolish of anyone to assume they for sure know what they would have done in the moment. It mm. happened. It happened really fast. And, um, yeah, the further you get away from it, like if you publish your, this is what I would have done three days later. Well, you've had three days to think about what would I have done if I got a call that the president was showing up at my church. And it's just your your opinion is actually a little bit irrelevant because you've had three days to think about it. <laughs> That's true. I mean, you... It's so easy. It's That's how it is with anything. Well, this is what I would have done. It's so easy to always say, this is how I would have handled something when it wasn't your brain <laughs> and heart put on the spot immediately. And you had, you had to be the one to make a decision right there. And I don't, I don't know the right answer. I don't know what he should have done. Um, I'm not going to claim to know that, but I do know that I, I can't say what I would have done. It's just, yeah. It <laughs> pastors have the worst job. Also, like, and I'm not a huge David Platt fan. I'm not against David Platt either. I'm kind of Platt neutral. Mm-hmm. Can he not get the benefit of the doubt here? That you know, he thought mm-hmm. maybe I'll just 
maybe this is just the best possible course of action. Right. Do, do you think do you think it was that or do you really think he was pulling Trump up on stage as a power move? Right. Right. Some one of the responses I saw to a tweet I really appreciated. Um this person said, "Do you think there is more power in turning someone away to make a political statement than to look them in the face and give them the gospel?" Which I mean, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's yeah, I don't know. I would really act like a lot of the pushback is coming from um, a lot of the pushback that I've seen coming from black Christians, which I think is fair because the presidency, I think, has affected them in different ways. You know, black people, minorities. Anyways, I would like to hear from a minority person who's actually under the pastoral care of David Platt. Mm-hmm. Like, how do they feel in the moment? How do they feel about his statement afterwards? Like, what? because I don't really know anything about David Platt. <laughs> I don't know what kind of pastor he is. I don't know if this was totally out of line with what he preaches or if it was totally like, oh, yeah, this is something that he would do for anybody. I don't know. So, yeah, but mostly I'm just ready for everyone to shut up. About <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, who's, you know, who's not ready for everybody to shut up. Well, no, that's good. <laughs> See, I started out so good on the transitions, and then you, you, you upstage me as you always do. I think that when you when something like this happens on Christian Twitter, we get to the point where this is crass, but like everybody's just getting their dicks out and laying like, "Well, this is what I have to say about this." Take a look at me. <laughs> it gets to that point, right? Like yeah. nobody has at this point. Nobody has anything new to offer. No. It's just we all want to be heard. <laughs> I, I don't know if you have to take that out or not, but so if, <laughs> stop. <laughs> if, <laughs> you heard the last episode, right? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> but I also didn't mean to to say that <laughs> that you just said stop to. I didn't mean to word it like that. Okay. No, I meant stop as in like. Stop that we would even consider editing that out. Okay. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Beth Moore wants to know, do I need to bake us all a pie? <laughs> <laughs> She's the best. She is the best. And I think we should have her on the show. I think it's getting to the point now where she could she could just do it. Because what? I mean, what's there to lose at this point? <laughs> <laughs> Dignity? Oh, well, maybe that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so there's a back and forth between Jonathan Merritt and Karen Pryor, and Beth just kind of jumped in, was like, hey, guys, let's take it down a notch. (laughs) And she just did it in the best way. (laughs) It it really is, because not that that settled anybody down, because they still went back to their slap fighting. (laughs) Slap. But but she's like the one person on Twitter that could jump in there mm-hmm. and not I make agree. it worse. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Not make it worse. And, yeah. and on Christian Twitter, that's about the best compliment you can get. Well, she didn't make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, did you? Do we have any more tweets about this? Yeah, I got I got two to compare and contrast here. Okay, uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. Sorry <laughs> to be crude, but pastors like David Platt need to grow a pair. Just saying. Why did he tweet that? Because David Platt issued that statement. Yep. So in Jerry Falwell Jr.'s mind, the epitome, <laughs> the epitome of masculinity is to not show concern for people that you may have hurt with your actions. Yeah, and then you just got to give a million dollars to a to a pool boy to go, uh, you know, <laughs> do a development in Miami somewhere. Oh, I hate that term, grow a pair, because balls are so fragile like (laughs) why are we using this as a phrase and then why are we using the other thing as the phrase for weakness it makes no sense (laughs) what what would you what would you have them say Casey I don't know (laughs) reverse it Danny and I reverse it. Well, okay. We'll see. We'll see. Don't be a ball sack. <laughs> Sorry, not going to sit here with <laughs> while you. Uh. <laughs> Anyways, so I to defend Jerry Fall a little bit. I thought his tweet was. I mean, it was. It wasn't not a unisex tweet because he didn't say what the pair was. True. That's true. So it could have gone men or women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Either I way. You, I like it when you laugh at my jokes, but then just don't like you don't say anything because it's like it's just not worth it. <clears throat> Jerry is yeah. He needs to did you actually quote tweet that, or you did a you did a screenshot of it? Yeah, I just screenshot yeah. it. <laughs> does um, he have you? Does he have you blocked? Not yet, but he he's pretty quick <laughs> with the blocking, so it's probably gonna happen. Uh, I I love this tweet by Ed Stetzer. Um, yes, I, it's just the right amount of snark without being a dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit of a dick. Yeah, yeah. I know that every person tweeting criticism of David Platt would have handled it so much better if POTUS showed up to your place with little notice, but maybe just consider that he is not as smart, godly, or prophetic as you, and try to extend grace to your lesser brother. <laughs> that, is a, that is a work of art, Ed Stetzer. I appreciate that. Well, my love language is sarcasm, so I really enjoyed that tweet. Just yes. He, he took his time with it. I mean, there's a little <laughs> bit of world building right there before we got to the payoff. <laughs> it was a good one. Yeah, I'm sure he pissed off enough people. I think he probably got like a thousand replies to that. He probably pissed off the 15 angry Calvinists. <laughs> I still, I, I, he deleted that tweet. I, don't, I think he deleted all his tweets at one point. But so that yeah. one's, that one's gone. But that was that was one of the best tweets of Christian Twitter history, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yes, yes, yes. It, because it, now we have people who have hashtag the fifteen in their Twitter bio yep. to 
identify themselves as the most angry people on Twitter. Hey, hey just to clear up the confusion, I am one of the angry ones. <laughs> as if we wouldn't be able to figure that out. Just so you by don't By the go rest around. of their content. Just so you don't go around thinking, I'm one of those gracious Christians. Nope. I'm one of the angry ones. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, I think we've solved that problem. <laughs> so everyone else can stop talking about it. Um, yeah, let's uh, do some would you rathers, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> How much trouble am I in with this? Well, I have four. Whoa! I think they're all pretty solid. Okay. I, I've got... <laughs> How many do you have? Two? Yeah, I got two. All right, I'll start then. <clears throat> all right, Um, right, let's see. Which one do I want to do first? We'll just go with one kind of... Okay. Would you rather give Jory Micah's sermon about period blood verbatim at the Southern Baptist Convention, <laughs> or be Jonathan Merritt's personal assistant for a week. Ah, <laughs> uh, 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 Do I have to be physically with Jonathan Merritt, or can I do it from home? <laughs> um. Well, <clears throat> I think you should be with him. Little girl. Jeez, <laughs> um, I don't. Oh, you suck. <laughs> this is not even the worst one. No, I don't. I don't believe it is. I, you, you're probably saving the good ones for the end. Um. <sighs> um. I guess I would do this. I guess I would deliver the message <laughs> to the Southern Baptists. I just feel like it would be quicker. I'd get over with faster. That's true. It would be. Yeah. It's an important message. It needs to get out there. Mm. <laughs> That's probably okay. not going to be your last little girl shout. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Uh, would you rather? Would you rather shop at Walmart barefoot, <laughs> or would you rather shop at Publix with the stipulation you can only select items out of other people's shopping carts? <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna go with Walmart barefoot. Because, <laughs> well, do they even let you in Walmart barefoot? I think they probably do. Have you ever been to a Walmart? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to go with barefoot and Walmart. I was in Walmart last night and one of my children was barefoot. So, <laughs> you must have mistaken me for a classy person at some point. <laughs> Okay. Are you ready for your uh, next one? Okay, I'll let you pick. Food, music, or sex. <laughs> well, let's make like it's youth group and save sex. Okay. Um, oh, save it. Okay, save it. So let's do food. 
All right. Would you rather eat a banana every day for breakfast oh. or <laughs> have to go everywhere with a literal banana in your pocket? <laughs> Little girl. <laughs> Why, why are you the way you are? That's my question. Oh, man, I'm laughing so hard. What Important question. Which pocket? No, it has to be a front pocket. Oh, come on. Okay, follow-up question. <laughs> so, so, sorry in advance, this is important, I gotta ask it. Is the banana hanging out of the pocket or is it fully covered? <laughs> It's in your pocket, so... Can people tell that it's, it's a banana, like, though? That's my it's question. Not, it's not holstered like a gun. It's in your pocket. <laughs> um, <laughs> how long do I have to carry it around? <laughs> I didn't specify. I have to eat a banana breakfast for a week, so I'm going to assume that it was for a week. Okay, so we'll yeah, we'll put a week time limit on both. I I definitely <laughs> carry the banana around. Wow, wow, that's impressive. Your hatred of bananas. <laughs> that's that's the one that had me laughing last night, just immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we play Would You Rather, I think I'm not going to be able to keep doing this. I'm not going to be able to keep coming up with these. <laughs> and yet here we are. <laughs> I know it's great. I have made a gift. serious. I've made a serious tactical error in letting you know too much about me. <laughs> oh, I know. Then I will use everything I know against you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ready. Casey, I have a triple threat, would you rather? <laughs> okay. You have three choices for this one. That's just cheating. Well, uh, is it? Okay, go. Would you rather give a clone of Willie to your parents for Christmas? Oh. Okay. Would you rather give a clone of Willie to your pastor for Christmas? Okay. Or would you rather send the Chrysagus brothers a photo of you and Danny and say, make us a portrait and make it extra spicy? <laughs> well, definitely the last one. But you don't know. <laughs> I mean, I knew that was going to be the answer. But, you, but by the time make it extra spicy gets run through the Chrysagi filter, you have no idea what that portrait is going to come back looking like. It's going to be amazing, and it's going to be my new profile picture on all my social media. <laughs> it's going to be the best I've ever looked. What if it's what if it's highly erotic, though? Well, it's just a cartoon, right? <laughs> you just crop just your face out of it? <laughs> oh, that would be fun. I, I would feel, love to do that. I feel like anything would be on the table. It could come back looking like all of the others where it's just the, the mm -hmm. dude has chest hair and the woman has a little bit of cleavage. <laughs> it could look like that or it could be something like totally explicit. 
<laughs> they have to be able to post it on their Facebook, though, so they couldn't make it. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I would do it. I totally would. <laughs> my second choice would be the Kona Willy to my pastor. <laughs> Hot pink. <laughs> of course. Okay. Yes. Fair enough. Okay. Ready? No. I have but go two ahead. more for you. All right. Okay. Would you rather have to play clarinet at a hipster coffee house on open mic night or work at the same hipster coffee house wearing MAGA gear from head to toe? Mm. <laughs> uh, where is the hipster coffee house? I don't know. Wherever. Do you guys have one? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's an easy one, though. Like, I'd still go, I mean, I'd still go MAGA gear. Because yeah, because you're in Alabama. I'm in Alabama. Trump won this state by, like, 30 points. <laughs> and also, I'm I'm huge. Like, what is what is a hipster going to do? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> not to sound like a, not to sound like a jock, but would, <laughs> I don't believe I'd be in any physical danger. No, but just not the physical danger, just insufferable hipsters trying to talk to you about politics. Oh, the worst. <laughs> well, I would just say, little girl, this ain't no coon hunt. <laughs> okay, are you ready for the last one? Yeah, I have to switch to a different voice now. That's going to that's gonna kill my throat if I keep doing this. <laughs> okay. Would you rather write about the current political climate in the voice of your 16-year-old self or <laughs> or write about what you imagined sex was like when you were 16? Um, um, geez. See, now I'm just cycling through my head of what I thought sex was like when I was 16. Mm-hmm. And it was, mm-hmm. it was pretty amazing. <laughs> Is there anything you can share? Because I feel like that would really make this last one <laughs> good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for this one, but I'll I'll share it anyway because I don't care. Like I I would just imagine that like my wife would know, like she'd be really impressed by how I save myself for marriage, <laughs> as if there was a line of naked women, you know, forming outside <laughs> my door, and it was like a conscious decision to be a virgin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like I just imagined her dialogue. Like I, this was like a thing that was in my head of like um, that she would she would ask me like, "Hey, do you want to play football? How about naked football?" <laughs> because she would be so impressed that I that I saved myself for her that like we would just she she be would naked just, all the time. You would be naked all the time, and we would just stay inside and not go anywhere and play naked football. Can you please write that? (laughs) 
this would oh. be a companion piece to my to my 1997 think piece. Marriage is not hard. <laughs> I would read the hell out of both of those. <laughs> Somewhere at some point, I had a stack of letters that I was writing to my future wife. Oh, wow. Um, none of them really survived. Um, That's a shame. I, I do have the poem I wrote for my future wife, but the letters themselves, I'm sure it was just emotional vomit of whatever I was going through as a 16 year old. And really, you, you have that. The, when you say the poem, do you mean the thing in the back of the yearbook? Yeah. That, yeah. I enjoyed that. <laughs> Kendra did as well. So much insight. You know, as a prophet, as a teenage prophet, Casey. Okay, but you haven't picked. Oh, um, well, I definitely <laughs> write about sex. Okay. Because I feel like you bring enjoyment to a lot of people. That's true. Yeah. Probably more so than politics. Uh, you know, I mean, well, we have some of my political think pieces from the 90s have survived. You know, and we get like uh, uh, anti-spanking zealots or just liberal <laughs> agents in disguise. <laughs> That's one of my favorites, actually. <laughs> I was very woke to the conspiracies when I was 16. You really were. But I mean, what else was there to do, right? Definitely not talk to girls. <laughs> I mean, I, I was no Danny Haas when it came to <laughs> talking to the teenage girls. Oh, that made me laugh on that episode. Talking about Danny having a girlfriend and <laughs> how you would have reacted. It's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh. So, uh, this is episode 99. Uh Yes. Episode 100 coming up next episode. What should we do? Let's keep that. Uh, let's keep that under wraps from the. Uh, oh, okay. The yeah, those have to be have to be pleasantly surprised at episode 100. <laughs> yes. <laughs> much much like my wedding night, you'll just have to look forward to it. And then possibly be somewhat confused when it's not what you imagined. <laughs> Some people might be a little disappointed. <laughs> but it's okay. Because <laughs> you've got the, the whole week to just listen to it over and over and over again. <laughs> Little girl, this ain't no coon hunt.